Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Empowered Word of Faith podcast. This is Evangelist Alfreda Lockett Evans, and I'm from Full Gospel Holy Temple Church in Dallas, Texas. Tonight's podcast is entitled The Called and the Chosen. This is an allegory. An allegory is a story, poem, or picture that can be interpreted to reveal a hidden meaning, which is typically a moral or political one. We're going to begin with Matthew 22 and 14, which says, Many are called, but few are chosen. 1 Peter 2 and 9 says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into a marvelous light. Let's begin the allegory. A king looks out of his window, observing the people that walk the street beneath his view every day. Desiring to bless each of them, he sends his servants out with the message to the masses. The servants gladly do the bidding of the king because they too had been called. They cry aloud, the king is calling you. He wants to pour out his love, his favor, his grace and mercy upon you. He has called you to receive his unbelievable and eternal blessings. His daily cry is, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your soul. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 29. Now a few people stopped to listen to the service, and they asked the question, why would the king call us? We're nothings and we're nobodies. We don't have anything and we've done bad things. Others said to the servants who are crying, we don't believe that there is a king in that palace. We think you're crazy to try to get us to believe that there be such a person. There are others in the group that even refuse to think about whether or not there is an answer to their situation. Now the servants excitedly explain that they too were called by the king. They also felt unworthy at the time that they heard the king's call. The servants reassure the listeners that if he could just have enough faith to answer the call, they would be greatly blessed. A very few of the listeners were persuaded by the testimonies of the servants. They followed the servants to the palace of the king. Though they were nervous, They excitedly believed the report. They answered the king's call, and guess what they discovered? They discovered that the king did everything that he said that he would do. Now, let's explain this little allegory. The king is the God of the universe. The listeners who answered the call are the men, women, or children who dared to trust in God's word and the ability of the blood of Jesus Christ to transform anyone from a sinner to a saint. In response to the call, they repented of their sins and they received salvation. 
Now, the servants of the allegory are the saints who responded to God's call. They were blood washed and cleansed from all unrighteousness. They were then chosen or selected to a position of service for the Lord. God's chosen servants were able to convince some of the people that the power of God can save them and make them worthy vessels fit for his service. Jesus saves. When God calls an individual, the person must first understand that he needs salvation and that only Jesus Christ can meet that need. He then must apply his measure of faith that every man is given, according to Romans 12 and 3, and trust that the God who called him can save him. When that individual repents, his sins are forgiven and his feet are placed on the highway of holiness. His relationship with God is restored and he's on his way to heaven. Let's look at the chosen one. The word chosen means to be selected as the best or most appropriate for a specific task. And it comes after a response to a call. The chosen one in this allegory is the object of divine favor. An individual who is chosen by God must be convinced that, in spite of how unworthy the person may feel, God makes no mistakes. He must know that his God is sovereign and God's judgment is flawless. If God deems one to be worthy, then the individual must believe what God says. Believing what God says is essential for salvation, first of all. Confidence in God's ability to make us into who he says we can be is a critical point in both salvation as well as in the service of the Lord. Unless an individual can trust the salvation message that God sends through his servants and or his word, that individual will either focus upon his own shortcomings and or they will reject the call. Either way, the salvation that God offers to every man is not obtained. For service, for those who are chosen to ministry are serviced, they must believe that God can make him worthy in spite of what he feels to be his shortcomings. Unless the chosen one can trust the Lord's judgment without hesitation, he may miss his opportunity to receive the promised blessings of the Lord. Whatever God chose for you to do, do it with all of your heart. Jeremiah 1 and 5 says, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee. Now, if this message applies to you, pray this little prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that you opened my heart to receive the truth of your holy word. I thank you for my salvation and deliverance from sin. I also thank you for choosing me to do the work that you have called me to do. All glory and honor go to you. I humble myself, therefore, under your mighty hand, so that you might have thine own way in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Will you answer the king's call? Will you be one of his chosen? The choice is yours. May God bless you until we meet again.